Welcome to Biking Bits, a bit about biking. So you don't have to look forever to find the trails you want to ride. Where we tell you the loops to ride, the loop-de-loops to ride, the uphills, the downhills, where we summarize the trails so you know exactly where you want to go, how long you want to spend, how much elevation you want to gain, and how much descent you want to fly down. Oh, and of course, there'll be a brewery recommendation at the end. It's been a bit since we've done biking bits. So how should we start? Do it. Of course. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Okay, cheers. Welcome back to biking bits. It's been a bit, I man. I can't believe it's been a bit. Anyhow, we are sitting on the trail, at the trailhead basically, um, at, where the hell are we? Sweetwater Trailhead, Tucson. Yeah. Back in Tucson, Tucson, Arizona, warm. baby. So if you'll hear people, it's a, actually a, quite a busy trailhead. Um, so you'll hear people walking and biking by, but that's the whole mm -hmm. purpose of this. We're on location, <laughs> but actually biking here at Sweetwater Preserve is it's there's not a actually I don't think there's any black trails. Um, there's no, not really. There's ten no, to there's fifteen nothing. blue ones, and then maybe a little bit less green mm -hmm. but the draw to this area um besides the many saguaros in the desert setting it's so cool and the mountain landscapes like off in the distance it's so cool but it's just that it's really close to town mm -hmm. yeah you're literally just 10 15 minutes out of downtown tucson yeah so it's really easy to get to so there it does get a little bit busy but um it's a cool trail but really system. i mean yeah um you really don't have to have a lot of um, directional properties in your brain to be able to figure out <laughs> this trail system. So it's really good for me because yeah. you can honestly come here and if you basically just get to the main trailhead, there's only one main trailhead, and you start on your right and then you just keep making a loop around it, like keep going right and keep going right for the most part. You're pretty much going to hit all the trails on the system and it's a good ride. Yeah, and you'll loop all the way around that way doing that and you could do the same thing in reverse you but know, i recommend left but the it it was recommended to go us on a mountain bike it's recommended to go to the right because the flow of it is better that way well and, and i, I think, and i agree with that yeah. there's some better like cool like especially towards the end there's a, there's a desperado loop which has a really nice fast flowy section if you're going that direction it's a really fine yeah it is but all of a sudden for some reason when you said desperado i kept thinking despacito no desperado, desperado. No. <laughs> don't let me sing no don't let her sing <laughs> but um you know all the trails out here like even you know whether green or blue they're they're roughly similar the blue ones will have maybe a little bit more a little bit of climbing and then what I think really sets the blue apart, though, is there are some kind of technical-ish There are some good sections. technical ones. And actually, there's if, some, especially if you're an intermediate, and, yeah. you know, uh, there's some good technical challenges with the rocks. Not not super dangerous or super hard, but just stuff that'll make you think, and you, have, you might have to walk it through and kind of gauge where you want to go on it. I was going to say if it's depending not... Depending on your skill level. If it's not um, too busy either, this is a good area to practice those skills. So if you don't make it up the hill, but you want to make it up because it's so rocky, be like me, be stubborn and go back down and pick a different line and try it again because that's how you get better at mountain biking. It's how you get better at anything is practicing. But don't keep doing the same thing over and over again like I just did recently and I got so frustrated. But you know what? Whatever. 
But practice. That's what it is. And you know what? I mean, you can do that a lot out here because even though, like, we're here on a pretty busy day, and but there, it's still there's enough trail system here that you get spread out, and you can. There's usually enough space and time between people out here if you want to try a feature over and over yeah or you know or if you just want to figure something out you you have time to figure and that's it out. what i like to do is like if, I, if it's something that's that i should be able to have done that i'll do it again but also if you're an advanced rider like you might not get a whole lot out here however it's still fun to get out here and just play on some trails that you can kind of go a little fast if it's not super busy but like we've just said some of the trails are a little bit can be a little bit technical but i think it's a great trail system it's easy to access another thing i wanted to mention though is because oh is i know you all stay on the trail in the first place but do your best to really not try and get off the trail at all because if you do (laughs) it's soft sand and also there are some soft spots what's right off the trail cacti yeah all these plants that are out to kill you if you (laughs) land in them spiky thorny stabby (laughs) stuff everything here wants to protect itself and that means it's going to stab you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's actually another reason why um, if you are mountain biking in Tucson or desert areas with cacti, it is recommended to bring some, what do you call those little things that pull, tweezers that pull Mm -hmm. out cacti spikes and thorns if you happen to fall into one. So, yeah, tweezers are a good thing to have in your little backpack for survival kit on a mountain bike in Tucson. Well, and you'll see a lot of locals wear it gearing up a little bit where when you would like full be, face being being a rider mostly in other areas that don't have cactus all over the place. Um I would wonder why there's so much gearing up, but some of the gearing up is just covering up so that if you do you know, brush up against a cactus or something like that. But you don't end up with spikes sticking out of your face, and you look like uh, the guy from Hellraiser. <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah, that would. That <laughs> would don't do that. <laughs> yeah, and that you know, luck. We've been pretty lucky so far, knock on wood. But uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's not too dangerous. It's pretty well. Oh my God, it's, trail, it's just so. so beautiful, like mountain biking with the cactus and the saguaros. It's really cool. It's like they are friends. Just, you know, treat them nicely and don't fall into them and they'll be your friends. On that note, actually, not really on that note, but do you... Okay, so we tried to set out the Strava and, like, do all that shit, but it halfway ass stopped halfway through the ride. But if you go onto Trail Forks, because we use Trail Forks a lot, too, and there's no shame in using Trail Forks. They're awesome. They'll give you, like, the whole... It's, it's a... Um, it's called the loop. The Sweetwater Loop. The Sweetwater Loop. There's two of them. And so you can hit like a 13-mile one, which actually because the elevation gain is so little compared to a lot of other mountain biking popular places, I think the elevation gain total overall was probably around 800 feet, mm-hmm. maybe, um, for a 13-mile ride. So we did around so. a 13-mile ride with about 800 feet of elevation gain. So if you think, and it's spread out. You're not just hitting that 800 yeah, feet of elevation gain in like the first mile. There's a, There are no extended climbs here. It's, it's all short climbs and nothing too steep really it's all just pretty much slogs but it's still a lot of fun but they're yeah they're fun climbs for me because that's these kind of climbs are in my wheelhouse because they're like just punchy climbs where you don't have to you don't have to like like go super steep (laughs) i I mean i wouldn't claim this as being one of the most epic rides ever but it's still a beautiful ride and it's so close to town in tucson and Oh, here's the other thing as to why it's another great thing. Besides, like, it's fun to ride. Oh, one thing I do need to mention. 
you will just just embrace the rocks. The rocks are everywhere <laughs> when you're riding in the Tucson area. Like seriously, just, yeah. they're just just embrace them. They're there. Be prepared for them. It's a good time to practice your skills to make sure you can get either around them or sometimes it's actually better to go over the big rocks to oh, get yeah, you there. Times, so yeah. just just embrace the rocks. But another reason what I was going to say is why this area is so great because you're right next to Tucson and Tucson has a great beer scene. And so yeah, the beer that you drink, good beer scene here. the beer that you drink after this, where mm-hmm. should they go? Uh, I would recommend going to Catalina Brewing, which is just like 10 minutes from here, maybe. But it's bike themed. Yeah, Catalina's, that's part of why it, I would recommend going there is because they're a bike theme brewery and the owner is very active in the bike scene around Tucson yeah. and helps with the trail systems and everything like that. Plus, so it's a really cool brewery to go to. Plus we have a podcast with him on our, you know, our podcast. Yeah, so true. look yeah, it up. It's Catalina Brewing. So you can look that up and listen to the story behind that too, or just go there and ask them about the story and drink and, the beer. And if you go to Catalina, you're also like, Right um, down around the corner from a mile? Catalina. Less than a mile? Not even a mile. It's literally around the block is Button House Brewing. Yeah. Which is another really cool brewery. Not bike themed, but very good beer very too. Very good beer too. Yeah. So, and both of them have great beer and just good time at both. Yeah. So. And then if you really want to do a whole Tucson, you know, beer tour, because I think Tucson's up and coming in this beer scene. I mean, they got some good shit going on. We also have an uh, article on that. So Yeah, those are two breweries that I whether you're biking or not i would go to those two breweries and then there are a few more around tucson to check out and we have a whole um a whole article of touring tucson's best breweries and check it out they're really worth checking out yeah really worth checking out yeah that's it that's all our bits that's it oh there's one more bit camp carpe diem just check it out you have to it's just what we uh, what we do is mountain biking and beer am i super fast now it's like i just like woo! it was a good ride now i'm excited (laughs) <laughs> camp carpe diem dot com I'm not going to spell it I love hearing the kids giggling off in the back on their bikes cheers cheers it's a bit of biking we'd love to hear from you so keep the conversation going send us a note share a beer recommendation or two or just say hey this stout conversation has been brought to you by livingastoutlife.com where you can find community and resources for all your craft beer travel and adventure lifestyle needs <laughs>